Welcome into the fan, everybody. Good evening, New New York sports fans. Here is the hard opener. My name is Danielle McCartan. Danielle at dinner time, moving to McCartan before midnight. Uh, the super utility around here, and I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up till 10 p.m. Short show tonight because of that long. 11-inning Yankee game, so whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate tuning into the show right now throughout the next couple hours, wherever that may be. And if Connor Green and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan, 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. Take your calls right here. And, uh, you know, other than the Met game that is now in the bottom of the ninth, they've got two outs in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, this could have been, it might be, a strike him out, throw him out, double play. And the Dodgers are calling for a review, I believe, on first glance that the runner stealing second. I, I don't know who it was. It was a pinch runner for Vogelback. Didn't see who it was, I should say. Betts catches it, comes across. Uh, he might have got it in there. All right, well, I'll keep you updated on that. But uh, selfishly as well, I am hoping for some breaking news for us. Because as you all well know, the deadline... Uh, for Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants to essentially figure it out in simple terms is uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. So it would be nice if the both of them figured it out between, you know, right now and 10 p.m. Just saying. That would be great. Now we've got the super zoom going on the uh, on the, the stolen base here. I don't know if it's enough to actually overturn the call. Initially, the runner was called safe on the field. And they're showing the super zoom on the super... Huge scoreboard out there. I believe he was safe. Let's see. Here comes the umpire. Runner is safe. Okay, so the Mets have a runner in scoring position in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. As uh, who's set to step in? Brett Beatty, the goat of last night, and not in a good way. Oh, Stewart, by the way, who stole the base. Okay, anyway. Anyway, so uh, a lot of Yankee calls on hold, so let's do that. So, I mean... Uh, wow, oh, I'm still trying to make sense of what happened in Denver. And I think we all were just witness to the worst. Uh, I think, I know, we all were just witness to the worst loss of the season for the New York Yankees. And you know me, I am not into hyperbole. That is no exaggeration, as Brett Beatty grounds out, to extras. The Mets and Dodgers go at City Field. I'll keep you posted. You know, the Yankees are on pace for 86 wins this year. 86. That's not enough for a postseason berth, if you ask me, at this moment in time. You know, the Rockies have the third worst win percentage in the entire league. They are the worst team in the National League. They started in this series three different starting pitchers with earned run averages above six. And yet... The New York Yankees can only take one game from them in this series. Just one. The Yankees just flat out blew it tonight, man. They blew a 3-1 lead. They blew a sparkling gem, diamond, ruby, whatever precious stone you want to call it. Performance from Garrett Cole. And let me channel my inner DJ Khaled here. I mean, it was another one. From Garrett Cole. He finished with a bejeweled, that's Taylor Swift, six innings pitched, one earned run, one walk, 11 strikeouts, one home run, and a two-hitter. And yet, and yet the Yankees blew it. Garrett Cole also passed Guidry on the Yankees' all-time list 
of, of most games with 10 or more strikeouts. He's now number one with 24, and yet the Yankees blew it. And if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, like, wow, Garrett Cole put him in a really good position to beat the lowly Rockies. <laughs> right. That was until, believe it or not, the Yankees' bullpen, which is, if not, it's among, if not the best bullpen in all of baseball, absolutely blew it. This was a multifaceted meltdown by the New York Yankees in this game tonight out in Denver, who, by the way, Taylor Swift is performing live probably like right now out at uh, Mile High Stadium right down the road there. This was a multifaceted meltdown by the New York Yankees, who lost this series against the friggin' Colorado Rockies. Number, there were th- I, I pointed three different things, three different areas. The bullpen, the base running, and the hitting. The multifaceted meltdown plan. Number one, the bullpen meltdown. Peralta and Hamilton, they were fine. Holmes surrendered his first home run of the season in grand fashion, a grand slam. Come on. He entered today with the fourth most innings in Major League Baseball without allowing a home run. And yet, coughs up a grand slam today. That's great. Tommy Canley. Actually, also, he hasn't allowed a single run this entire season. Tommy Canley has not given up a single run this season. Three tonight. It's like, you get a run. And you get to give out runs. And you, like, Nick Ramirez, two runs for him. He also gave up his first home run of the season. He was ninth most in the league innings-wise without allowing a home run. Not anymore. Clay Holmes, not anymore. And then Marinaccio, the uh, the cherry on top. He coughed up the game winner to a guy who hasn't hit a single home run all season long on a 2-0 count. Round them all. Touch them all. Touch them all. That is seven. Seven Earned runs. Seven of the eight Rockies runs were charged directly to the bullpen tonight. Absolutely freaking brutal. So the bullpen meltdown. The second prong of the, 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 the multifaceted Yankee meltdown. The pace running. Peraza making the last out at third base. You cannot do that. Not at the minor league level. Not at the major league level. Not at... Any, not at the Little League level. And certainly not in the ninth inning. Scored a sack fly double play for Bader's at bat. Torres scored, but Peraza, boom, was banged out at third after a manager's challenge. And my question is, why go in that situation? It was a line out to short left field-ish. The fielder is running in on the ball. You're standing on second base with your little baby lead. That's fine. Either you didn't get a good read on the ball, Peraza, or you tried to be a hero. He was banged out by the catcher who fielded the ball from the left fielder. And if you freeze frame it, the catcher of the Rockies actually had the ball in not just his hands, but in a throwing position. And Peraza was in no man's land on that freeze frame. Peraza was maybe halfway to third. There was no way. He was going to be safe on that. Like, no way. It's a terrible read. You cannot go on that. And Boone said, oh, third base was vacated. I think he saw the unoccupied base there. They did a good job making a throw on the run. Can't really kill the aggression there. Um, To make the third out at third base in the top of the ninth inning, rather than having first and second with two outs, I mean, you can kill the aggression there. 
especially in that situation. These aren't minor leaguers out there in the field. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, kid. And then Bader, Harrison Bader's like, you know what? Hold my beer. You got Harrison Bader out there doing the same crap. Where are the fundamentals of this team? In his scenario, 10th inning, he's the ghost runner because he's the last batted out. And there was a comebacker to the pitcher. Bader running on contact with a comebacker to the pitcher. For what reason? With no outs. Makes zero sense to me. He made the first out at third base. And what's that? Oh, I'm trying to remember that rule. Uh, you never make the first or third out of the inning at third base, right? Is, isn't that what we've been told since T-ball? You and I and them. I guess Peraza and Bader were absent that day. I guess. That's the only other way I can explain it. And number three, the third prong of the multifaceted New York Yankees meltdown today in Denver. A, this is a two-parter. Three, A, I don't want to hear it again. The Yankees are doomed. Doomed in situational hitting situation. Absolutely doomed. And you know how I know? With the best bullpen in baseball, you know, tonight is an exception. But otherwise, with the best bullpen in baseball, even after tonight, they're now five and seven in extra inning games this season. Five and seven, that's not good enough for a team on the brink, on the cusp. And then three B, Boone on Chase Anderson. It looked like we didn't get a lot of pitches to do a lot of damage with, he said. What? This guy, Chase Anderson, came into this game with a seven. Point six six ERA with the Rockies. Seven six six. His last four games leading into today, he's got an eighteen point two three ERA. The Yankees made him and every other Rockies starter this series look like Tom Seaver, Greg Maddox, even freaking Cy Young out there. Especially tonight. Anderson finished with five innings pitch, scattered just three infield hits against the Bronx Bombers. I'm sitting there downstairs in my car listening to John and Susan, top of the ninth inning. I'm wondering, is this offense good enough to overcome the bullpen shortfalls to this point? And I didn't have an answer, to be honest. Chase Anderson is the worst pitcher. Going back to him, I kick it over. He is the worst pitcher in the National League. He had his best outing of the season against the New York Yankees. Good for him. It's not like the Yankees didn't have a chance, though. Torres, Stanton came up you know, early in the game, two runners on each. Both couldn't come through. But most importantly, I go back to the Anthony Rizzo at bat. Bases loaded, top of the third. Bases loaded, a full count. And think a little baby fly out to right field. He cannot get it done. He didn't have a single hit today, I don't think. And where is Anthony Rizzo? He's in a 41-game home run drought. If he's too hurt to play, then go sit on the bench and rest up. He said, after the game, he said, it's frustrating, but you, you just let the rest take care of itself. He said, when you get into a rut like this, really one swing can get you out of it. I feel like it's closer than farther. Well, really, Anthony Rizzo, I mean, that was the breakthrough opportunity tonight. You missed it. What a roller coaster game. And the Yankees' car, I don't even know what that's called on a roller coaster because I'm not into rides, but the Yankees' car flew off the rails. Every out of Coles was basically a strikeout. Again, 11 in total. And the only thing I can think of is how he lulled the Yankees, fielders, and bats to sleep. Cole said after the game, today was an especially tough one. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. And uh, by the way, also trending now on Twitter, Fire Buck and Joe Shane. 
two other topics that we can for sure talk about tonight. As the Mets come to bat in the bottom of the 10th, again, looking for a, a walk-off win at City Field against the NL West leading LA Dodgers. You got Marcana, Narvaez, and Nimmo do up. 891-877-337-6666 is the phone number to call. Look at these calls. Let's go first to Frank in Syosset. I think you might have been the first caller of the night. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, it's, it's two days in a row I'm talking about it. Uh, Danielle, this is just another example of Boone overmanaging. He's going to burn that bullpen out. These guys, there's no there's no rhythm. The pitchers are very temperamental. You pitch every three days. Mm -hmm. This guy is burning out the bullpen. He's totally burning out the bullpen. And then, you know, like you said about the bases loaded, Brizzo, yeah, they also left left, uh, two on in the fifth. Uh, I mean, they couldn't – the Rockies could have thrown the ball underhand and the Yankees couldn't have beat them tonight. It's it's horrible. I mean, they they threw a ball to first base. In the sixth, there was nobody covering yeah. first. The oh, first yeah. baseman had, oh, had yeah. come. I mean, they couldn't have. They they handed them the game. Gift wrapped. Danielle, it's just it's just you know this is Boone. This Gift is wrapped. Boone. I mean, I think uh, Cole had three consecutive innings where he shut out. He struck out the side. I, I know. Mean, for, I know for more. sure two of them, but yeah, probably third. Yeah. Oh, and, and Frank, let me, uh, Frank, let me just interrupt you for a second here because I don't exactly know what happened, but the Mets just won. It looked like a hit-by-pitch. Guillaume, Brett Beatty came around. Was that strike three? That was a drop strike three? Whatever just happened, the Mets are celebrating on the field at City Field. Luis Guillaume is getting his helmet lifted off. Brett Beatty scored the winning run. And the Mets win 2-1 to against the Dodgers. Oh, they found a way. They found a way. Sorry, Frank, I didn't right. cut you off, but I wanted to give the listeners a, a real-time no, update that's, there. That's okay. I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know how much evidence Hal needs, but like everybody keeps saying, you know, as long as you got 40,000 or more people in the stadium, spend their money, 50 bucks on parking, 11 bucks for beers and eight dollar hot dogs. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, Frank, what are you so upset about? I don't, what are you so angry about to, to channel right. Hal Steinbrenner? Right. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. They can't even beat the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Like they couldn't beat the A's. Yep. That's and, right. And it's the same thing every, every uh, week, Danielle. I mean, I've spoken to you about the, He's going to burn this bullpen out. He really is. Yep. Well, not every not every you know relief pitcher could come in into a, into a game cold and and be in the zone. And and also a, to have such a short leash, like okay, I know I'm working just this one inning, and I won't be pitching for two more days. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand. Pitchers take a, an inning or two just to settle in. A lot of starters need yeah. an inning or two to settle in. Yeah. I don't. That, that this is Boone. You know, they pulled him out of an ESPN booth and made him a manager. Yep. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm going to go back to watching my George Foreman movie, the new George Foreman <laughs> movie. <laughs> I'll see. Have a good night, Danielle. Right, thanks, Frank. Appreciate the Bye. phone call there. Um, and and by the way, what happened in the Mets game? I, all I saw was the ball bouncing by third base and what at first base. And what happened was Luis Guillorme lined one. The the Dodgers had the infield playing in. And uh, Luis Guillermo lined one you know, bouncing ball down the first baseline. Freddie Freeman couldn't catch up to it, and Brett Beatty scored. That's how that's how that, that ended up. So the Mets win. Mets win in extra innings. Yankees lose in extra innings. Let's go to uh, Don in Linden, New Jersey. What's up there, Don? Donnie. 
I hear the background noise. Uh, Don, I'm going to put you back on hold, and let's see what we can do there. Let's go to Josh in the Bronx. What's up there, Josh? I'm telling you, that was, I'm telling you, all, look, all these callers, keep the starters in, yep. Aaron Boone. <laughs> oh, come on, he only threw 102 pitches yep. after six. You can't let him throw at least 125 pitches? Yeah. Dude was cruising, and they weren't even—they weren't even stressful pitches, really. He really wasn't ever really in trouble. It was not a stressful outing. I mean, he could have pitched a complete game. Probably could. What, what are you paying him thirty-six million dollars for? <laughs> but look, I'm telling you, when does the football season start? After <laughs> Labor Day, let me. Oh man! I'll wake me up when we get into September. Oh man, but Josh, you're like giving you up said, until then. No, but like you said, the trade deadline, yeah. August 1st. Yep. But on Saquon, come on, man. Let's go 4 o'clock. The Jets, the Jets gave Mr. Williams his contract. Come on, give Mr. Barkley his contract. Yeah, I think they but, will, Josh. I think they're going to I think they're gonna come, come to an agreement for I sure. Love the call. I love the caller's passion. You know, this is, Danielle, you are sitting in, in the seat of joy because you get to hear all these fans with their passion and everything. I love it. Have a great night. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Connor Green, for taking my call later. And you too. Bye. Hey, thanks, Josh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should call this the, the seat of joy tonight because there is plenty of uh, of angst among Yankee fans. Maybe it's some joy from the Mets fans tonight. But, uh, wow, Mets winning extras, Yankees losing extras, and um, – don't know where to go from here, honestly. Just really don't. Um, maybe I can... Uh, I don't even know where to go. I think we just continue with your reactions, honestly. I think we just continue with your reactions, uh, your, your, your venting sessions about this New York Yankees catastrophic loss, catastrophic series loss in Denver. Or if you're on your way home now from the Met game, give me a call. I'd love to hear from the other opposite. This is a weird show tonight. We've got two... Different ends of the spectrum. My name is Daniel McCartney. Give me a call at 877-337-6666. Okay, uh, welcome back to The Fan. My name is Daniel McCartney coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan after a brutal Yankee loss and a exciting, I guess, Mets win. 877-337-6666. You know, I just wanted to mention one thing here. As I sit here in a uh, New York Liberty t-shirt, Sabrina Ionescu, and uh, just very quickly, Friday night, she plays on the Liberty. That's our team, okay? She set the all-time record for both WNBA and NBA points in the final round of a three-point competition. She, Sabrina Inescu, hit 37 out of the possible 40 points. She missed only two shots total in the whole round. But why I bring this to the forefront is because she said after the competition, you know, being interviewed and all that, by the way, that's for men and women, okay? She hit the most points ever in a final round for the men and the women. And then she said after it, she said, this is a quote, she said, yeah, I knew they were going in. It was the final round. I had just lost in the skills challenge, and I wasn't going to lose again. Hmm. I love that I hate to lose more than I like to win mentality. And Sabrina Ionescu clearly has it. And I wish more Yankees, especially, and more yet, more Mets had it as well. Or at least publicly displayed it. Because she said, I, I just lost in the skills competition and I wasn't going to lose again. That are wor- Those are words of a winner, man. And hey, the Mets did win tonight. 
Yankees did not. 877-337-6666. This is one of those shows where I just want to kind of lean into the to, to the callers here and, and, and let you vent a little bit. Uh, we go up to New Haven, Connecticut. Simon, you're up on the fan. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you there, Simon? Oh, terrible. Can we please just get rid of Boone already? I mean, enough is enough. He finds a way for this team to lose. I mean, how much longer do we have to endure this? We're already in last place. Well, I think Why he's got two more years on his deal. They just re-upped him. He's going nowhere. Oh, jeez. He's going nowhere. <laughs> I mean, why can't we get a better manager like Ozzy Guillen or Joe Madden? And we got to get Judge back. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not sure how. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I'm not sure that uh, actually uh, him taking those batting practice swings is is really going to lead to anything. Judge, I mean, uh, Boone said he was doing some straight line running, felt good. I don't know, but this team but needs you, him. You, this is not a postseason team without him. You know what I don't, I don't get though about the, the hitters? It seems like uh, they're, they're so fond of grounding out and popping up all the time oh, and yes. playing ping pong. Oh, I yes. mean, I know we got a new hitting coach, but this is how you this is how you teach these guys. I mean, and and what's wrong with John Flaherty? You know, when Rizzo popped up, he said, "Oh, Rizzo had a good at bat." Really popping up and and, and getting on the show for that's having a good at bat. I mean, I maybe mean, I mean, what, the only thing I can think of with, with Flaherty is that the the at bat was like nine or so pitches long, something like that. That's the only. He got on the only show for it. How could yeah, he have been I know. At bat? Hey, that's the only thing I'm thinking of. I don't know. That's it. I don't uh. know. I, I still, I, I'm a huge, I'm, I'm still a huge Yankee fan. But I, I wish we could do something. Uh, this is this lack of hitting is terrible. You know what? I, I have a suggestion. Mm. May, maybe some of these left-handed batters could think about becoming switch hitters. I mean, it, maybe try taking some hacks from the right side. Hey, it can't mean, be any worse, right? That's a, uh, you know maybe, what, Simon? Let, let's let's hire you for the New York Yankees new hitting coach. Let's let these players just start hitting from the other side. Maybe that's going to work. I mean, at this point, what the hell? Why not? Just let them hit from the other side. And as far as the new hitting coach, listen, it's three games. Uh, I, I, I'm not willing to go out and, and, and kill the guy yet. It's three games. Uh, there's, there's an acclimatization period. I don't know how to say that word, but there's a, there's a, there's a period where he's going to have to start to learn these guys. You know what I mean? So I'm not willing to issue an adjudication on the new Yankees hitting coach after just three games. But Simon, I think I think you're onto something. Let's let's let them hit from the other side of the plate, and uh, and maybe that maybe that'll work. Hey, Don and Linden's back. What's up, Don? You there? Yep. How you doing? Um, I'm gonna make a comment. This is an opinion I've had, which some people have taken exception to. And I'm a Mets fan, first of all. Life's long, and I've talked to you before. But I'm gonna defend the Yankees because I feel sorry for them. And you know why? Tell me. I, I'm I'm because- very curious. Because they had to play three games in that illegal stadium. And that's what I call it. Do you know how many times in the last 30 years I've seen top National League East teams, all West teams, teams that were 30, 25 games ahead of the Rockies in the standings, go into Coors Field and end up in one of those stupid softball games when you're, oh, 5-1, you're up. Then you're down 7-5. But you're up 8-7. Then you're down But well, that doesn't exactly mean it's a softball game. I mean, that could be a, like a little no, league game. No, it's a major league game. I understand that. It's... I have an opinion. It's my opinion, and it's not going to be shared so, by many. So what is the opinion? The have an illegal advantage at, at that altitude. And it, we're basically, if the 1920-61 Yankees went into Coors Field against the Rockies of today, it could be a 10-9 Rockies win. So the MLB, the commissioner of baseball, should order the Rockies to relocate to a stadium at, at sea level. They're the only stadium, and correct me if I'm wrong, in the major leagues that has that sort of an advantage. It hurts the Rockies. There's an old saying, the Rockies seem to win every game, but they lose 90 games a year. 
with a few exceptions over the years. They went to the World Series in 2005. I understand that. But this is a chronic losing team. And any good team that goes in there can't expect to dominate them because they're going to get into one of those games and they're going to lose. So I feel sorry for the Yankees. I knew this was coming, and I do. So it's an odd viewpoint. What so, do you let, think? so let me tell you this, Don. Um, the Yankees, Yankee Stadium has the highest home run factor in any ballpark in in the league. So what what do you want us to do here? Do you want us? I mean, that's pretty much at sea level. No, I don't want you to move Yankees. I'm I'm sure of that because the Rockies have had so many bad teams over the years. But these games are so predictable and they're so frequent. Uh, it's happened to the Mets this year. It's happened to the Mets every year. I mean, I mean, the Don, they, they also use humidors there too. It's not like the ball. I, know I, I, I went on the that. course field tour. They talked about all these humidors that they have to try to to try to level the playing field at this point. I mean, what are you going to do? They're in Denver. I think it bettered it. I, I think that improved it because it used to be. Now the eighteen seventeen games are not as frequent. Now they're ten nine games. So baseball savant still... says that uh, that that Coors Field is the sixteenth best park to hit home runs in. 16th. Yankee Stadium is number one. Angels is number two. Milwaukee's three. It doesn't seem that way because the games are all predictable. Well, I'm, just, I'm just telling it's you what, what the stats are. Runs. I mean, that's it. I mean, that, that's it's it. It's not just home runs, though. It's a spacious stadium. The, the Rockies start spring doubles and singles. And the next thing you know, you're losing to a yeah, but terrible but team. Don, the Yankees could do the same thing, spraying singles and doubles all over the field. They just don't. They just don't. So to blame it, we're blaming it on Coors Field. I don't think so. I don't think that's the right answer. You cannot blame it on the field that the other team is also playing on at the same time. It's not possible. Not possible. And and by the way, the Rockies, who play their all of their home games at Coors Field, are, are the third worst team in the league. Explain that one. Tom and poor St. Lucie, you're up on the fan. Danielle, how's it going? Great, how are you? I, I don't know how much more I can watch of this this season. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, I was looking around today, looking at the standings: Tampa, Baltimore, Arizona. What have all these teams got in common? They all got young. They all tried, you know, to do it the Yankee way, and it didn't work. So they decided to go young. Um, I know we got Volpe. You know, I know we got Clark Schmidt, but. I mean, we can't get rid of all these big contracts, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I really think we need a youth movement because I'm just seeing a depleted, beat up team. We have a bit, we have a manager that honestly, like, I, I don't think this guy can manage a high school football. I don't think this guy could coach a high, uh, high school baseball team. I just think I mean, that he just he just goes on instinct. I understand he's been in the playoffs every year. Yeah. But but you know what? I think he's a great regular season manager, but I just think, you know, when it comes to making the right decisions, I mean, we were spoiled in the 90s. But one thing about Joe Torre is, and I think even Joe Girardi, because Joe Girardi did take us one game away from the World Series. You know that. But also, too, I mean, the one thing about, they were talking about today on the broadcast, Flaherty and Nelson. They had a, a lot of actual lockdown bullpen. They had Mariano Rivera. That's easy right. to manage when you got Mariano Rivera coming in the True. ninth inning. That's easy. True, but I really think Brian Cashman. Well, I, I think I think the Aaron Boone is is you know handed a binder basically, essentially, and is told is dictated. Here are the moves you're going to make, and that's it. And we got to get rid of this ghost runner. This ghost runner is nauseating. Well, I mean, it's making the game more exciting. I get it, but you know what? 
Let's go back to regular. Let's go back to regular baseball. Yeah, okay. If a game goes eighteen innings, guess what? It's baseball. You know what? Though, we don't Tom? need to give somebody a free a free runner. You know what, though, Tom? I I actually like. I mean, I know I'm in the minority. I played softball. I've actually played baseball. Then I switched to softball as as a freshman. But um, that that's so uh, ingrained in the softball community that it's not a big deal to me. But I think the problem is that the Yankees can't hit situationally. And that's why that ghost runner situation is so bothersome for them. They're five and seven in, in games that this season have gone extra innings. Why do you think that? Because they can't hit situationally. One more thing I want to go over you. Do you think there's a possibility to get Otani? Because I really don't think there's a way to get Otani. If you're the Yankees, I don't think you want Otani, honestly. I know that sounds very crazy, but okay, think about this. Yes, he's going to help your pitching staff immediately. Yes, immediately. But okay. He's a DH. He doesn't play defense, right, anywhere. So he's a DH. So let me ask you this, Tom. Who's your DH in five years from now? Aaron Judge. Yeah, that's right. So you're going to be paying both of them how much money to do share a DH position? He's not a fit for the Yankees. He's just not. And he pitches terribly at Yankee Stadium, by the way. So Otani, kiss him goodbye. He's not a fit for the New York Yankees. Well, see, there you go. You solved that. You, you gave me the answer to that question. Yeah. <laughs> what about Soto? Soto, Soto he's a better fit. fit. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a much better fit. But depends on how much you're going to have to give up for him. If 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 the Padres are even sellers, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and I hope we get to see Peraza next few the, the next few weeks. And you know Donaldson, you know I wish him well, but I just think that you know I just think the best thing he can do is probably stay out the rest of the season. Yep. I mean, it's two more weeks is August, so thanks for taking my call. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome there, Tom. Appreciate you uh, with the multi pronged approach there. Uh, yeah, but uh, as crazy as this sounds, the Yankees are not a fit for Shohei Otani. Not a fit. Let's go to Anthony in Jersey. What's up, Anthony? Yeah, hi, Daniel. How you doing? Great. How are you? Uh, I mean, I'm just angry. I'm very, I'm very annoyed with you know. I mean, especially this entire series. I mean, yesterday was it was, it's it was a nice win, but I mean, we only scored our runs in the first two innings. Yeah. You know, and 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 you had mentioned. You know the pitching staff worse than the National League. Worse, and uh, I mean we're not playing the Braves. I mean we're not playing you know uh, the Rangers. We're not playing the Astros. I mean, I mean just this anemic offense. You know is is just so frustrating to watch. Yep. And and um and you had touched on uh, the post game comments that Boone and Rizzo had said. I mean, and and I was just listening to them in the car. I mean, I just kept saying get lost over and over again because it was just ridiculous what they were saying. Yeah. You know. I mean, all right, what what that's the other thing too. Like what would you like to what would you like to hear? Like, yes, we battle, like like what do you want to hear? I don't I don't I don't even know what I would want to hear at this point. I mean I, I I just want some I mean, I hear it all the time on this station, but I guess accountability yeah. for, you know, this incredible amount of, you know, um you know, inconsistency and underperformance. I mean, look at our batting average. I mean, we're like 26th in the whole league. Well, guess what? You know what I talked about? Maybe you missed the Open yesterday. But going into yesterday's game, it was there's two, the two Yankees that were hitting the best. Were, they hit 257 each. It's it's Rizzo and it's Torres, right? Then I was like, yeah, you know what? Just yeah. curious. I was like, you know what? Let me look at what the Rays are doing. Let me look at what the Braves are doing, the two best teams in the league, right? AL, NL. Yeah. The Braves had eight players hitting over that that mark, that line of demarcation. That's almost a whole team. And then the Rays had seven guys hitting over that line of demarcation. So maybe the the, the new analytics is just put the bat to the ball. I mean, what are we doing here? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I I heard uh, a stat the other day. 
it was only Rizzo and Torres that had a non-base percentage over 300. Amazing. You know, and and I remember, um, I mean, because I keep a scorebook, you know, yeah. and, and I watch almost every game. And, yep. And I remember when they played the Rangers, and I was looking at their lineup, and, and granted, I mean, we took two out of three from the Rangers, but, I mean, just looking at one, two, three, four, five, six through nine, I mean, I mean, just everybody was batting over 250, yeah. you know? Yep. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I'm I'm just very angry as a Yankee fan. I mean, I'm going to keep watching because I'm crazy. Of course. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I want to see them win, but, you know, um, it's just it's the same thing year after year. Danielle, that's that's you know? exactly yeah. what it is, Anthony. And way to sum that up. Yes, it is. It's it's exactly the same thing year after year. Unless, as I opened the open yesterday, it's on demand. Go listen to it. Unless there's some cataclysmic shift in the way that the Yankees approach their, their filling out their lineup card, it's going to be the same thing over and over and over and over again. Uh, and, and you know I like to keep it real around here. So with this Donaldson IL news, what are some realistic expectations for the newly called up, got some playing time today, Oswald Peraza? I'm Daniel McCartan, and I'm telling you, don't expect an offensive explosion. Do expect some growing pains in the field, 877-337-6666. Hello there, angel from my nightmare. Welcome back to the fan. My name is Daniel McCartan. Mets winning over- overtime. Mets won in overtime. Did you know that? Mets won in extra innings. Yankees losing extra innings. It's a heartbreaker out in Denver. When the Mets, honestly, they should have won the series. The la- at least the last two games against uh, against the Dodgers. I mean, there's no excuses. Mets had them right where they ha- they wanted them last night, and um, they didn't they di- they didn't capitalize on it. But uh, Mets should have won that series and had them in their grips. Yankees, of course, did not win the series <laughs> here. But uh, what I would like to make a point of is like, you know, obviously like some news in uh, you know Yankee Land, like Josh Donaldson's headed to the IL. Of course, you know that Peraza was called up, got in the game today, but. You know, I hate I hate to say it, and, and the caller said it before. This Donaldson to the IL move is for sure, no doubt, addition by subtraction. And what is already like a really crowded infield, let's be honest. So I wish Josh Donaldson the best of luck. And the last time he was out for like a, a, a leg muscle strain, I think it was a quad. This time it's a calf, I believe. But last time he was out for almost exactly two months. So let's figure. Two, uh, two months from now is like, I don't know. Labor Day. That's fine. Take your time. So with the Peraza move up, I uh, I want to caution. He might not be the spark plug that everyone's looking for him to be and counting on him to be. Like over his last seven games at the minor league level, the minor league level, he hit 150. And he extrapolated out farther. Over his last 15 games at the minor league level, he hit 188. I mean, Hicks was DFA'd at the major league level while hitting 188. So... I hope I'm completely wrong. I hope I'm completely off base. But to expect this kid to absolutely get out there and rake at the major league level right now with what he's done over his past couple games at the minor league level, I think it's unrealistic. I think it's an unrealistic expectation. So, and then if you look at his, he played, he played, he played well tonight uh, uh, defensively. But you know, he's only have 17 games at second base this year, two at third base in his in his career minor league so I'm not taking anything away from him but to come up to learn two different positions at the major league level it's a it's a it's a big gargantuan task for a young player so I don't know I mean today he charged that slow roller in the ninth inning threw a bullet to first base got the out that's a great sign 
And maybe, just maybe, he's going to Tom Brady, Josh Donaldson. Who knows? It'd be welcome. It would be. But he's got to tighten up his base running. I mean, brutal, brutal making that out at third base. The third out at third base on a play where everybody knows you shouldn't be running. 877-337-6666. We go to uh, Robbie and Lennox. What's up there, Robbie? Hey, Daniel. Thanks for taking my call. And I've been waiting an hour, so please please let me vent, okay? This is this is all about – it starts with ownership, okay? It starts with the fact that, that Cal Steinbrenner gave an extension to Brian Cashman, who should never be here, and, and Cashman hired a guy out of the broadcast booth. Let me tell you something. Aaron Boone has blown more games this season for this team than any other manager I've ever seen in my life. First of all, why are you removing a guy who's dominating? Again, he takes Cole out. Yeah. He's paying Cole $36 million. He's the best pitcher in baseball. Yep. Then he puts Peralta in. Peralta has a clean inning. Why can't Peralta come back for another inning? I don't he's know. going pitcher after pitcher after pitcher. Then the, the, the lack of accountability for guys who can't run the bases. The disgusting, putrid, right, openly right-handed team that we see every year with the same dumb approaches. I think you could hire Ted Williams in this team, couldn't it? Okay, they're the guy who's got a six ERA that came him for five innings. It's a bad team, and then you got these ridiculous lineups where Stanton's hitting second and Bader's hitting fourth. One yeah. of the reasons this team does not manufacture runs is they have no speed at the top of the lineup. Yep. You have but and you have guys in the minor league. You have guys. Both should be in AAA. Cabrera should be in AAA. This is a complete waste of money. I mean, Joe just asked me, Beningo, he said, well, it could be worse. It could be the Mets. I mean, which starts with the, I mean, why in the world are you bringing in, uh, what was it, Ramirez, the guy, in the, the guy who has that? Close the game in his life yeah. in a situation where you could have bring Mariaccio in. Then you bring Mariaccio and he gives up a home run. I mean, Aaron Boone can't manage his way out of a paper bag, Danielle. And I'm sick and tired of his press conferences. There's no accountability. You know what? If that was Brian Dable, he would have walked up to Bader and grabbed him by the jersey and said, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I mean, the little leaguers don't know how to run the third round. And Peraza. Like, and Peraza. Both of them. And Peraza, too. And I like Peraza. I hope he plays. The best thing that ever happened to this team is Josh Donaldson is gone now and should be gone, period. Yeah. The man's hitting 147. It's an embarrassment. And he should be embarrassed. And he should retire already. I mean, a major league player that's at 147 should look at himself in the mirror and say, I'm hurting my team. Yep. I'm embarrassing myself. Yep. It's time to retire at 38. Agreed. It's a joke. Agreed. This all starts with ownership because... Because the fact of the matter is that Hal Steinbrenner never cared as much as his father did. It's not about winning anymore. It's not putting fannies in the season, selling merchandise, all this capitalistic BS that goes on with the Yankees. It's embarrassing. Congratulations to the Yankees. They're now in last place. And you know what? The Mets, the reason the Mets are so bad, too, is the Mets doing the same thing as the Yankees. Give big contracts to old guys, unathletic guys, and slow guys. And you see all these young teams. This is the best thing to happen to the Yankees because maybe ownership will really wake up and start to actually go out and get some athletes on the team. And who the hell puts the team together every year with eight out of nine guys that are right-handed in the yeah. Yankees game? Only an idiot would do that. And Brian Cashman's got to go. But Boone is the worst. Boone, Boone is the worst. I mean, why? I like watching Derek Cole, Derek Cole pitch. Why would you remove him? Uh, the Henry and two pitches. I'm so sick of this guy. Aren't you tired of this guy? Wally Cox for six years? Uh, well, you know. I mean, I'm sick of it. Yeah, I mean, Robbie, I mean, uh, Robbie, Robbie, anyway. there was, there was no, Robbie, there was no reason, okay, there was, no, all right, that's yeah, not how this ahead. works here, Robbie, uh, we don't talk over each other, if you want, if you, that's not a, you know what I mean, like, people will watch The View, okay, I'm, this is dialogue, people watch The View if you want to hear people talking over each other, so, I agree with you, I don't understand why Garrett Cole was taken out, 102 pitches, he had, like, no stress, he had, like, a no stress game, he was, he was rolling, 11 strikeouts, Wandy Peralta, like you said, comes in for a clean inning. Guy throws 18 pitches. 
That's it. He's done. He didn't. He didn't surrender a single hit. Why not let him go one more? I don't understand. Tommy Canley, Holmes. They use one, two, three, four, five, six pitchers. Six. And and Marinaccio, he was the last one in the in the line there. Marinaccio is the worst of the bunch. I hate to say it. He's the worst of the bunch. Called upon two strikes later. I mean, two pitches later. Game over. Game over. I'm I'm not sure why Garrett Cole could have gotten one more inning. He's the ace of the staff. I'm sure he wanted to. Guy had a gem, gem of a performance tonight. Gem. And then Cole takes the ball. I mean, uh, Boone takes the ball from him. He's like, you're done. Six innings, you're done. I mean, I, I, it's it, it, people thought that Joe Girardi overmanaged. People thought Joe Girardi was an overmanaging tinkerer. Well, have you, have you met Aaron Boone yet? And the problem is he's going nowhere, and neither is Brian Cashman. So I don't know what has to give here unless it's going to be Cashman has, what, four more years? Uh, three, uh, three more years after this season? Well, then I guess it's going to be three more years of the same exact impassioned phone calls for pleading for change for this team. The Reds are athletic. The Rays are athletic. The Braves are athletic. And the Yankees are not. 877-337-6666. Quick pause. Peter Schwartz update. I'll be back with you right at the top of the hour here. I'm Daniel McCartan here on The Fan. Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Danielle McCartan, hanging with you for another hour. Lori Rubinson will come your way at 10 p.m. Uh, coming off a uh, brutal Yankee loss, that's for sure. Uh, but an exciting Mets win in, in extra innings. And uh, maybe I saw the picture on my social media channels, at Coach McCartan, M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, on Twitter, on Instagram, or Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. But maybe you didn't. It was a, uh, a wide-angle selfie of... Uh, me and my team after our most recent game, but uh, my women's softball league has started back up again, and it's like the, the best time of the year. It's like Christmas time, but in the summertime for me, it's the best. I love it. Um, but if you didn't know, if you're new here, the name of my team, the name of my softball team is uh, the Phillies. I know, I know, I know. Let's get this out of the way now. Uh, I didn't pick it. They picked me. So uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, I just wanted to tell you I'm very excited that we are off to our Best start yet. And we're 2-0. And, and uh, I know. There hasn't been a lot of winning going on in the Phillies, Upper Saddle River Phillies. But we're 2-0. And it uh, feels good to be back at it. feels good to still run out there to shortstop every game. My arm feels young. My knee is healed. And even tomorrow's 90-degree temperature is not going to keep me away from playing. So uh, stay tuned to my social media channels tomorrow. I'll post an update about our game. <laughs> uh, but uh, actually tomorrow... We're playing a pretty tough team, actually. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Mets that are on the schedule for us. Uh, and, and they're really good, actually, in our league. And uh, kind of crazy, right? Because the Major League Mets are now 18 and a half games back at the Braves in the East. They're eight and a half games out of the third wild card. I mean, so, you know, when I see the Mets on my schedule, I'm like, oof. But I think when other teams around the league see the Mets on their schedule, you know, like the, the Major League Baseball, they're like, all right. But anyway, I'm up for a challenge, so let's do it. So stay tuned to my social media channels around, I don't know, this time tomorrow. See if we pull it off, 3-0. The Upper Saddle River Phillies, 3-0. We'll see. 877-337-6666. Let us continue to vent about the Yankees, and let us uh, continue to gloat, if you will, about the Mets. It doesn't happen often, so it's it's time to do it. Uh, let's go to Richie in Queens. What's up there, Richie? Danielle, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. You know, I haven't talked to you in a while. <clears throat> like you had to, I heard you the other day on a replay of 
that fellow that attacked your integrity about doing your homework. Yeah. I thought you handled that impeccably. Thank you. And a very impression. And uh, one thing I think I've learned about you um, since I've been calling you um, is that you definitely do your homework. So I, I, that, I thought that was great. Thank you. I take, great, I take pride in doing that. I, I run an intellectual show and I take pride in doing it. And I love doing it. Yeah, well, you did, you did a great job. Thank you. Coming from a 75-year-old guy. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, a, a couple of things. Um, just got back from Pittsburgh. I'm a big San Francisco Giant fan. I think I mentioned that to you. Yep. And I and when we spoke three weeks ago, things were in dire straits, and now they're really getting to dire straits. I, I can't remember the last time we said possibly that the Yankees will maybe not make the playoffs mm-hmm. when we think about it. Mm-hmm. It's always been on the Yankees in the playoffs. The question of what are they going to do? Are they going to hit? And, right with runners in scoring position. And it's really, it's really, really gotten ugly. And, and the Giants, too, like, uh, uh, you know, I always say just win your games. I know there's six teams ahead of you, five teams ahead of you. There's three teams in the wild card. Just win your games, things will work out. And when you look at the wild card now with the Mets, they're going to be sellers. I've definitely been saying that for a while. I think Robinson's going to go. I think uh, uh, Pham's going to go. And you know what, Daniel? They, somebody might take a shot, pick up a contract, for a guy like Scherzer that needs a starting pitcher, I don't know so because not- so Richie, I don't, I don't, I don't know because I think it would be a huge embarrassment for the Mets to say, "Hey, we're open for here. The garage sale is open. Come." I, I don't, I think they're going to try to do a, a, a hybrid combination of both, actually, and I don't think that Steve Cohen is going to want to foot, let's say, half of the contracts of either Scherzer or Verlander to watch them go and win a World Series elsewhere. I just can't see it happening. Yeah, I, I'm not sold on that. I I agree with that. But at this point in time, something's going to have to be done because there's obviously a monumental collapse what's happened with them. Them, San Diego are the two teams that when you look at, you say, wow, what's going on here? But this is what baseball is all about. And and do you see, I, I definitely could see Robinson go, Robinson, uh, I don't know what you're going to get back for 37-year-old guy, but he is a he's a guy that a lot of teams would love as a setup guy uh, and, and as a closer. So, and Tanner and Tommy Pham, they're not the guys for the future. A little disappointed with Beatty. Um, I don't know what he's going to be. And you mentioned Peraza. You know, all the years I'm watching and guys that come up, and he's been a top prospect. Yeah. I don't really go by what they did in their last 20 or 30 or 40 games in the minors. I've seen guys, I got like this Casey Schmidt. I don't know if you've been following him. No. He hit like 400 his last his first 15 games, and he's down to like 190 in his last few games. So I think a guy like Peraza comes up, pitching's better. Uh, minor league pitching sometimes is floppy. Um, and all of a sudden, a guy that hit 190 can get go on a streak. So I wouldn't be shocked if he if he if he can if he does do That's that. Great. I, I hope I'm wrong so on that. Much, <laughs> yeah, I think they need so much more. And and when you watch these teams and you watch both of them, and especially the Yankees with the bullpen and and just to end it, totally agree. I don't usually like to attack managers because I say it's up to the individual. Big Showalter's been a disappointment, but Aaron Boone, we have said at least, and you've said it, I know you've been a big critic, and I agree with you, mm-hmm. at least six or seven times, how do you keep taking pitches out in key positions? And especially when you know your bullpen the last nine games is in the area nine. You're your stud. He is pitching a phenomenal game in yep. Colorado. Yep. Let him go 115 pitches. Good talking to you, Daniel. Totally agree there, Richie. Yeah, keep him in there. Over over managing of Aaron Boone in the bullpen. Like peanut butter and jelly. Like white on rice. I've had it. I've had it. Richard in Manhattan. What's going on, Richard? 
you guys are criticizing the wrong person. Everybody. You, the caller just now, Josh, everyone. Okay, so who... We don't... I'm not surprised at all that Aaron Boone pulled the picture. I knew he would. My problem is with the reporters after the game with the softball questions. Yeah, How do you think... Richard. Cold pitch. Come on. I would have said, Aaron, this was in a playoff game. You needed this win. Why not let Cole go one batter by two batters by three batters into the seventh? He's pitching great. Why are you pulling the plug in, instead of Colorado forcing your hand? So you think, and I wouldn't have left the room until he answered the question. Sure, but I mean, you can't blame the reporter. I mean, oh, I do. Because that's not going to enact any sort of change. He's going to give well, us a vanilla you answer. Boone, this is all he does. We've known this. If you don't think he's done this before, he's done it a million times. When are people going to... It's like Einstein said, if you keep doing the same thing, that's insanity. Why blame Boone? Ask him why he didn't do it. But a reporter's not going to change his mind, Richard. I want to hear the answer. I'm going to say 115. He couldn't go 115? One, one hit, one walk, 11 strikeouts? Why are you pulling the plug? Why are you forcing the issue? Colorado didn't make you change the picture. You did. These, this game wasn't a playoff game. Yeah. You needed this game. Yeah. He's, he's playing the game like it's one of 162. I don't think it is. Maybe I'm looking it wrong. But anyone who's criticizing Boone, he's not giving us the answer. I, I'd like to know. What, what do you think his answer is? What, what would your guess be? Oh, well, you know, he was at 102 pitches, and we didn't want to push him too far. Maybe you... 102 pitches yeah, that's is a what lot he's of pitches? Say. That's what he's going to say. You ask the other what guy went say. 99, the yeah. guy that pitched the perfect game. Yeah. And that was a perfect game. Yeah. This guy was pitching great, too. Why couldn't he go one for... And Colorado didn't force him. I know. Okay, if he went into the seventh, went three and two, and then walked... Take him out. I, I couldn't know. criticize him at 107. Yep. He gave him one bat. If he got the first bat around on three pitches, now you're at 105, one down. Let's go batter by batter. Yeah, I know, Richard. Me and you, we That's are... my question. Why don't the yeah. reporters pin him down? Because he, he's... Instead of giving him softball questions. Yeah, Richard. How do you think, yeah. do you think he pitched? And here's the answer. I mean... Hey, Richard, here's the answer. He's going to give you some sort of vanilla answer. Well, you know, he was at 102 pitches, which is whatever, I'm making it up, his max for the season or near his max for the season. I wanted to give Peralta a clean inning to bring him in for a clean inning. That's what he's going to say. That's it. That's the answer. That's it. Cooper and Suffern, you're up on a fan. Hey, Danielle. How are you? What's going on, Cooper? A lot of things. I got to tell you, usually usually I, I wince when Richard gets on the line, but the, God bless him. This evening, he, he was he was half right. Yeah, yeah. I can't give I him agree. full credit. I agree. He was half right. And, you know, it's almost like Yankee fans or any fan, of course, because we can be in Detroit and, we you know, the Lions lose a bad game and the fans call up. I think there needs to be like a 24-hour take a breath before you call up <laughs> and scream scream that Hal doesn't care about the team. How's the, how's the guy that called Aaron Judge In Italy. to get the deal done? And he didn't do that so he could sell more 99 jerseys. Mm. He did that because he knows that this team is what they are right now without him. Remember, remember the end of last year when Judge went into a little bit of a drought um, trying to get to the trying yeah. to get the home run. I was at every one of those games in the press okay. box watching. And, it. Yeah, and 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 you remember how poorly the team played? How many runs we scored? Yep. We scored two runs. We mm-hmm. scored. 
So, so for anyone to be surprised that this is our offensive output, they're, they're not watching Yankee games. And, and to call, you know, listen, <clears throat> we're all passionate, but to call up and say maybe a lefty should start hitting righty. No, that another was, caller that was called, silly. <laughs> another caller that was called silly. up and says, Another call called up and said it takes a reliever two innings to get their to get their arm ready <laughs> yeah. while they're in the game. I mean, everybody's I, I, a manager I, on the phone tonight, Cooper. Everybody. The, 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 the guy that said, "I'm glad you you you, uh, you challenged the guy that said Colorado the most home runs in mean, Colorado." On. Come on, and that same caller a pot was an apologetic because the Yankees scored runs in the first two innings in a game they won. He was upset because they didn't score runs in the third to ninth inning. Right. I'm, it's just I mean, crazy. It's crazy. So, it is crazy. So, so yes, yeah, but but that's why we're fans. But Rich, so Rich is onto something, and what I mean by that is the Yankees have a script. They don't tell us what the script is, right? But they have a script, and they say this is what we're going to pull the starter. Yep. Of course, unless he gets bombed in the third inning, yep, he's going to go 105 pitches, and then they look and he threw 102, and he looks at Cole, and he says, "You want a coke? You had enough. You had a good game. You had enough." Go in the clubhouse, have a good game. Yep. The Yankee bullpen is has been excellent statistically, but if you were starting a ball club, how many of those guys in the pen would you take to be on your team? It'd be probably pretty low. So why isn't Boone getting any credit for managing? One of the most important things a manager can do is manage the bullpen. And he's managed a bullpen that doesn't have all-stars on it, and has been the but third best. The third best. You know, it's it's just to me, it's amazing. It's Boone has become this poster child of why they stink. Although he has an excellent record, they want these same guys probably wanted Buck, and Buck across the across town is getting run out with 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 spears and. Well, and, I'll tell you that, Cooper. I didn't want Buck Show Walter for that team. I'm on the record. You're sm- well, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the answer. I wish I knew the I answers, but I, I'll I tell wish you. I did too. I would love Ota- I would love Otani. There's only one way we can get the guy. He's not a fit. If we put Stan- if you put Stanton in the deal, because now right. you can't have Stanton, Judge, and Otani. But Soto. But but you can't have Judge great, and Otani either. Like think four years from now, people are going to be calling me up though. Why'd they do that deal? You got two DHs, paying them fifty million dollars each. Did Otani play play the field in Japan? Uh, Didn't he play the field for twenty twenty five years of his life? Otani. I'm sure the guy could play left field. Forty well, games. Let's say a I couple of games in right. Let's say fielding. Japan. That'd be great, Daniel. You're you're fantastic. I would love for you. I say it every time. You and the zoo. We <laughs> got to make it happen. <laughs> a beautiful duet. I I I think uh, you called when he was here last time. I think uh, I think he said yes. I I'll, I'll do it. Let's do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. We got to let's tee it up. All right. So he played just before I let you go. He has played. In the Japanese Thank league, you. I'm trying to do some addition here quickly, but looks like uh, five, no, let's see, 2013, 56 games in the outfield. This is, the stats are kind of weird here, but he has played time in left field and right field. We'll put it that way. So, so, yeah. so I think I think you can give him a glove, let him play left field, except for day games, because we know how, how horrible Yankee Stadium day games in left field can be. And, and I think if you can put those two guys with him, Three or four years, and I agree, three or four years on the mound is probably what he's got left. Uh, Cooper, um, we're going to agree to disagree here. I just don't think Shohei Otani is a fit for the Yankees. I'm sorry. Let's go to Liam in Houston. You're up on the fan. Liam. 
All right. You go back on hold there, Liam. All right. Uh, let's go, uh, David, in Long Island. What's up there, David? Hey, for taking my call. Hey, thanks for making it. So, I mean, here, there's one solution for all this. I mean, if 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 it if a fifth place or a fourth fourth place finish doesn't, you know, move House Steinbrenner to finally make the move of firing mm-hmm. Boone, firing Cashman, mm-hmm. you gotta bring in Derek Sanderson Jeter mm-hmm. to turn this fran- franchise around. I don't care if people don't think he did a good job in Miami. He had they had no money to spend. Right. This is the fans have no hope right now. I've never seen it like this where everyone's on the same page, where they finally realize uh, how bad it is. And you bring in Jeter, it's uh, it's going to revamp this franchise, and I believe he'll turn it around. And also, I called him a few months ago, and you were saying, how, oh, it's the team, they're going to be fine, they're going to be fine. And I was saying, we know how the season's going to go. And it's going exactly how I predicted. I believe before the season started, I said they'll finish, they're not going to make the playoffs. And... At best, they'll finish. They'll get that third wild card because it seems like every team could get it, you know, with the expanded playoffs. But they're probably not even going to get that. And look, Judge, yes, it's a huge loss, but nobody else hits. The team stinks. Yeah. It's a joke. So you bring in Jeter. You you bring back that George Steinbrenner mentality. That's what he brings. Where I don't know if Jeter as a GM would make. It. I, I didn't. I also didn't love the deal. He you know all the deals he was making in, in Miami. He wanted to well, look, really. He got- he got rid of Stanton. That's and he he gave us that problem. The pro and I mean, look, he yeah, it was a few years there. He was he was restricted there. It seemed the owners didn't want to spend. It wasn't a good situation. Let's see if he could do it here. Let's see if he can. Uh, I think he can. I think he's a baseball genius. Um, he, he's going to bring that. I don't think he wants to. I think he's living his life down there I in disagree. Florida. I disagree. I think he'll take the job. I do. You know I think the he, next time I run into him, he'll take it. I will ask him, David. For you, the next time I run into Derek Jeter, I will ask him. But I personally don't think he, he wants the day-to-day anymore. I think he wants to do his little Fox gig, go in on the special games, the special days, and get out and go back to Florida and be with his family. I, I don't think Derek Jeter as GM would solve anything that's going on here. Uh, let's see. Let's go to um, – let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's go – Sonny and Montclair. Hey, let's go, Sonny. Hey. Let's so go. So Boone has punted at least eight games this year. You've Eight. Been, you've been keeping track. I I do, and it's, okay. not, it's not tough to it's it's not tough to just about one every other series, <laughs> and is nonsense about about pitching. And the funny thing about analytics is, you know what it really is? It's a CYA move. In other words, heads I win, tails you lose. And the numbers say this, and the numbers say that. You know what the numbers say? The numbers say that those analytics philosophy doesn't work. Yeah. The Yankees historically are based on lefty power hitting, lefty power pitching, and the team has taken on the personality of its vanilla manager. And I'm not going to get into the Richard isn't wrong, actually, about the, the – there's ways to ask questions. I know, you know, people I know who cover the Yankees in the media say they purposely ask those leading questions to get the guys to talk or anything. But years ago – they didn't even televise those pressers because they used to sit around with the manager and get real answers. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't want to be embarrassed on the air. But the fact of the matter is, it was I would ask him, I'd say, you've, you've taken out Herman like four times now early, and you've been burned all five, four times. How about keeping him in next time? Yeah, Maybe right. things will change. Right. You know, but, but the point is, no one's looking to embarrass anybody. But beyond that, 
But Sonny, you, he, he, but tell me, he's going to give you the you, politician answer. That, it that's doesn't it. matter. Everybody the knows point, that. He, he won't give you, but he's not going to give it to you if you corner him like that because he can't. I asked, him once, I asked him once, why Why do you like Judge at the top of the lineup like that? No, no, but you don't say, why do you like Judge? You say, don't put, why don't you try Judge historically, like Pete Alonso bats fourth, and he's got more RBIs than, than, than Judge almost every you know year. You know what he told me? He's like, I, li- I like the lefty-righty split. But, but, the the other, but the other thing okay. I was going to say is, you put, you put Alex Cora in manager. You're going to tell me this team doesn't have a better record than it does now? I would, I would, you know, but this is who they want. I don't know. So I don't like our Alex like, Cora. The guy's a cheater. I don't want him on my team, this, anywhere near my team. This is not, this is, this is not, this is what, what Cashman wants. And you know what? This is all going to come back to bite because more people, I mean, Twitter is not, the, the you know, what you judge on. But more diehard fans, more fans who aren't insane are turning the games off. They're tired of seeing undisciplined Ball. I don't mind the losing, but but they don't even use the, all the tools in their arsenal. There's no bunting. Right. There's no hit and running. As I yep. tweeted you, maybe you salvage seven. You give him a shot, one inning. Let him empty the tank. Let him try coming out in the ninth. What's the worst that happened? If he stinks, fine. It's yeah, wrong, and you move great. on. But maybe I, maybe it works. I think it's a great maybe idea. Maybe it works. And Sonny, thanks for the call. Maybe it does work. I think it's a great idea. When Sevy comes back, if especially if he has another crap outing. In his next outing, which I think is, is tomorrow, right? I think he's a probable pitcher for tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Let's try it. What are you going to do? 877-337-6666. I do have um, two positives, if, you, if you'll allow me. I do have two positives to come from this Yankees-Rockies <laughs> Yankees debacle. Two tiny, tiny, tiny little positives you maybe want to think about before you lay your head to sleep tonight. My name is Daniel McCartan. with you till 10 here on The Fan. Welcome back to the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan, hanging with you till ten. Sorry, my uh, my throat's a little scratchy, so I've uh, I've had some throat lozenges. Uh, I don't <laughs> if, if I sound like a prepubescent boy. I mean, that, that's probably why uh, my voice just cracked there. I do know that, and it cracked in the open too. So I'm sorry about that. I'm trying to get it under control. Got some water here, but uh, uh, some positives, some, some maybe little tiny little positives you want to take away from this Yankee game. Uh, two things I'd like to point to, and they all involve the younger kids. Um, there was an at-bat in the top of the 11th. It was the first batter of the inning. It was uh, Cabrera. And, uh, yeah, of course, no outs, right? And and the, the goal runner was Anthony Volpe. He was on second base. And Cabrera, I forgot what the count was, but Cabrera swung at a pitch. Well, first, actually, Volpe was in motion. So there was a hit-and-run going on. Volpe was in motion. Cabrera hit-and-run. Base hit to right field. And that's when the Yankees took a, five, a 6-5 lead. So that... Was an example of playing a little bit of small ball there, playing a little situational hitting there. Six five Yankees after Volpe going on the pitch, Cabrera hit and run to right field. Okay, a little bit later in that inning, top of the eleventh, going to point to Oswald Peraza. Two outs, runners on first and second. He had a line drive base hit to center field with two outs. So that's a big spot for a guy that was just brought up, you know, today. And uh, Cabrera scored from second, 7-5 Yankees. So uh, what I wanted to point out is you know what Donaldson would have done in this spot. you got Peraza coming up, two outs, top of the 11th, runners on first and second, line drive base hit. Donaldson, same scenario, you know he's striking out or he's popping it up. You know that, and he's smiling back to the dugout. So unfortunately, uh, he's going to be out for the foreseeable future. Um, 
addition by subtraction. If you ask me, I'm sorry. It's a cutthroat business. I get it, but it is what it is. 877-337-6666. We've been full all night. If you can't get onto the, the phone lines here, you can always tweet me at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Uh, good ones get right on air, of course. You part of the show through Twitter. Anyway, we got we got full we got a full rack of calls here. We got to keep moving through these. Uh, let's go, uh, Kevin and Camden. What's up there, Kevin? What's up, Coach? How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm a, I'm going with the Yankees. You want to? Uh, I'm going to go Yankees and Mets, but I'm going to talk with the Yankees first. Uh, this bullpen management. You you want to talk about? I, I mean, it's just it's all year, and I'm and one thing I'm tired. Is after every game, it's like there's always a positive spin on it. A loss is a loss. It doesn't matter how you lose. You lose by one, you lose by five. You lose, you lose. It doesn't, I don't, I'm tired of these positive spins. You hear about it with Boone. You hear about it with Show Off. Stop with the positive. They got to start playing better fundamental baseball. I would love to hear that. That would be that would be something I would like to hear. Fundamental. I mean, Keith Hernandez says all the time with the Mets, the fundies. There has been a lack for both teams. There's been a lack of that. Yep. And and the one thing I will say the young like you said the one positive you took out of this the young kids but again this was a winnable series against the last place team in the NL. Yep. I mean, what 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 else is there to say? Like, where are the wins coming from? I don't see it. Now the, the Yankees are not going to sell because that's what they they want to buy every year. That's what they do. Credit in the playoffs. But I, what what significant decisions are they going to be? Because I don't see it. Yeah. I, I mean, sure. Benetton, I I'm telling you, Benetton should have been I, I keep harping on that, but he should still be a Yankee. I'm sorry. Yep. And to get on the Mets, um, a, a caller a couple of callers ago was mentioning about how many games Boone blew. I can count for 18 games at least. Show at 18. least 18. <laughs> I mean, it's just this man. I mean, this man is worse than Boone with the bullpen. I mean, it's just. And yeah, they won today. Whoopie do again. They almost lost the next inning. I mean, it, it, it's the Mets are just. Well, they should have. They should have won last night. They had. They had them right where they wanted them last night. And, and it just impl- it imploded. Yep. Last night. yep. I I agree that the I agree with you a little bit that the Mets are not going to sell off like crazy, but I do see Robertson. I do see Canna. But if and, to me, if you're selling off Robertson, you're punting on the season. I don't think you could do it. If, if you're really all in to try to patchwork this thing through, which I think they will, you can't give away Robertson. You just can't. No, I, I, I'm with you, but I just—I I mean, if we keep him for what, and then you lose it for nothing in the offseason. Well, I, I, I understand your point. Yeah. But again, if you're not going anywhere and you lose him for nothing, I mean, that's—I mean, it's happened before. It's not yeah. saying that they wouldn't happen, but I'm just like, if you want to build, that's—he's one of your useful pieces. But I mean, I don't see like I see Fan, Canna, and uh, Robertson—the only—the only pieces I see leaving because you're not—you're not trading. Berlander, and I keep people saying this about Verlander and Scherzer. You're not getting rid of those guys because no one Congress. wants nobody's him. Gonna, nobody's going to take them. Yeah. and then you're not trading Alvarez. You're not trading Beatty. So there's not much to give away with them. I see the bottom. I'm telling you, the the lack of fundamentals on this team. Both teams are going to be on vacation early. I, I said it last night. Both teams are not making it, and if they do, it'll be by the third wild card, and it'll be probably out in the first. As both teams have said, you, you just got to get in. You never know what's going to happen. I think exactly, that's ridiculous. Exactly, but again, where, where are the wins? Like, we, you asked me this a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I couldn't answer it. Where are the wins coming from? Yeah. I, I mean, the Angels-Yankees might win. I don't even know who the Mets are playing next. I mean, it's just... Where, 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 where is this coming like, from? Like, I'm telling you, I am so ready for football. I'll get into football another day, but I am more ready for football now than I've ever been. And that's saying 
so bad because that's how I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. I know. But it's gotten to that point this year where I, I am looking for other sports to clear my mind off of this pain. Kevin. So just saying. Yeah, it'll be all right. The Mets have uh, the Chicago White Sox coming up next. A very winnable series for them, if you ask me. And the Yankees have the Angels coming up next. And I know I said it before, you can't expect the sweep. But at this point, you kind of need the sweep if you're the Yankees. You do. Vin in Long Island. What's up, Vin? Hey, Danielle. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, great show. Um, I was calling. Uh, I heard you talking about Peraza before. Yeah. And this morning when I woke up and and then I saw Donaldson to the IL, Peraza up. Yeah. My first thought was how long until they just send them back down because they always do this with their uh, minor leaguers. Yeah. I think he's got. A, I think he's got a long. Uh, what's it called? A long runway this time around. I really. That was my second thought. I had that same first thought, and then my second thought was, well, who's bumping him out of a spot? I think he's going to have a little bit of a runway here. Yep, I do. Because I know a couple years ago with Andujar, I think they the Yankees like screwed his career by bringing him up and putting him down, bringing him up and putting him down. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't love when they do that. Any team does that. I mean. Listen, you had Aaron Boone telling Meredith in the, dug- in the dugout before the game today, we, we didn't bring him up to, st- to basically sit him on the bench. I'm paraphrasing there, but he- he's coming up to play, whether that's third base or whatever it is. I don't even know what the plan is for him. but Because Boone did tell her in, in his next breath that DJ LeMay, who's pretty much going to be the third baseman moving forward. So I don't know what the plan is for Peraza, but I mean. I hope they give him a chance. I do too. I, mean, I, I feel like sometimes he might, like every time he's been up, he's struggled because I think he tries to overdo it, like tagging up from second on that throw where I know that was like scored. ridiculous, man. I know. And I, I asked too in the open. I was like, was he playing hero ball or did he get a bad read? Because both of them were bad outcomes. It was, you know, whatever it was. Either way, it led to a, a terrible outcome, getting thrown out at third base. Come on. And either way, he shouldn't have been running there. Cause, no way. No oh. way. As soon as I saw him take off, I was like, what are you doing? This is a good, a good way to get yourself sent back down That's tomorrow. That's right. And guess what? And, Vin, when I freeze-framed it, uh, you know, because I looked at it in slow motion, frame by frame, I mean, I, I said to myself, did he have a chance? If if I were in that situation, would I have gone to? Absolutely not. I would never have gone because when you freeze-frame it and you stop it, the the catcher is actually not just fielding the ball or or, you know, transferring glove to hand – the catcher had the ball in a throwing position. And when I estimate that Peraza was about 55, 50 to 55% of the way down the third, you know, down to third base between the second and third baseline, that's where he was. He was dead meat. He was dead meat. And yet he still went. I mean, I guess at that point, it's the point of no return. You can't go back. You can throw it out that way too. So that's, that's the aggressive mistake you made. And that Boone, uh, Boone said, uh, hey, uh, we're okay with the aggressive mistake. I'm paraphrasing that, that too, but basically that's what he said. Uh, we go to Ryan in New Jersey. What's up, Ryan? Ryan. Already then, we go to Kevin in Ocean City, New Jersey. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, how you doing, Daniel? Good, Listen. how are you? Um, good. Contrary to what a lot of people think, I think the Mets are going to do better than people think. Um, keep a short leash on the older pitchers. Although Scherzer did well tonight. But any sign did of them, great tonight, not just well. Yes, Scherzer he did. did great. Yes, he did. But my point is, anytime you see them, you know, losing a little bit, don't hesitate to take them out. Not because of past reputation. 
to keep things moving. But I, I was really I was really surprised at Scherzer. I'm, I'm happily surprised. Yeah, I mean, he but went I'm, seven what, innings in one of one hit ball. I yes, mean, he this, did. You can't yes, ask for did. more. But in the back of my mind, I, I, I please don't give up a home run, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. And uh, I was worried about that. But my thing is, just keep keep a short leash on both of them. Because in the older days, I mean, when they were younger, yeah. you know, as time went on, they're going to get better and better. But that doesn't happen anymore. Because now when time goes on, they're just going to get tired. So, and, and the fact that they know they have short leashes, they're going to, they're going to do things different. This, right. Their mindset is different. Correct. So just get them ready for that. Correct. And, and, and one more and Kevin, thing. that goes into the, and I'll let you finish there, but that goes into like the, my mentality of what the Mets should do with the trade deadline, knowing that these guys can't pitch, you know, deep into games. Well, maybe then you should really take the Yankee model and, and take, take Marinaccio, for example. Like, you know what I mean? Like shore up that bullpen so that there is no concern exactly. once, you know, exactly. they hit the fifth inning and they try to push them one, two minutes. You know what I mean? But I think that should yeah. be the strategy at the deadline. Yeah, trust your bullpen. Bring them up. Use them. That's well, what they're They for. can't now. That Right now they can't because their bullpen's a mess. Well, and, and also, going back to, I think yesterday when I called you, it might be for I lose track, but mm-hmm. when you when you caught that fish oh, and, and yeah. you made that little comment about the eyeballs. Oh, <laughs> so, ew, I didn't yeah, want to poke the eyeballs. That, that was cracked, disgusting. <laughs> that cracked me up. <laughs> ew, and then I like squeezing them and like, I see the guts <laughs> on the inside. All right, I'm good. Take the All fish. Right. <laughs> I handed it off to the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I caught All it, right, though. <laughs> Yeah, I saw you. I saw. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, that, he's talking about when I went to Seattle. I, I went to the fish market, paid for a fish, donated it to the senior center, and was able to catch it. The, the only way you can catch it is if you buy it. And uh, I tried to, I tried to stone hand it a little bit because I didn't want to like squeeze it because it's disgusting. And um, I figured that was the wrong way to go about doing it. I ended up squeezing it, and I just just didn't want to squeeze the eyeballs out in the process. But I did good. I caught it. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. My name is Danielle McCartan with you for about another 20 minutes. Lori Rubinson comes your way then. Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. As we careen towards the close of the show after a, uh, a wild Yankee loss and a wild Mets win to a opposite ends of the spectrum, Lori Rubinson is going to come your way at 10 p.m. Uh, from Elias Sports, today was the first loss in Yankees history in which they had multiple leads of two or more runs in the eighth inning or later. Think about that. As long as the Yankees have been around, yikes. 877-337-6666. I did want to talk some Saquon Barkley, but you know what? Might have to make that into a little video tomorrow at my house, and we'll do it that way because uh, we've got uh, many people that want to talk baseball for two nights in a row. Baseball, baseball. That's fine. Uh, but I can't even do it tonight because my phone has 12% left. So that's going to have to wait till tomorrow. Uh, I'll put that out on my social media channels, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I will say this. I do think I, I do think that both sides have incentive to come together for a contract deal before 4 p.m. tomorrow. But uh, I, I will, uh, I'll post that up tomorrow. I'll record it tomorrow morning and post it up tomorrow. Uh, okay, so 877-337-6666. Listen, the music's starting at 9.55. All right, here we go. Chris in Manhattan. What's up there, Chris? Hey, Danielle. Love your show. Thank you. Danielle, I wanted to get your take on something. Now that we're like a ha- more than halfway through the season, the baseball season, mm-hmm. you know, without this shift, I was expecting batting averages to go higher yeah. in general. And I am not seeing that. I mean, I know the Mets are bad, Robin and the Yankees, but – as I'm, you know, watch suffering through these Met games, I'm looking at other teams as well. There's a lot of people. I mean, Max Muncy on the Dodgers is hitting 193. I'm like, 
what is going on? I, and, and look at McNeil as yeah. another example. He's uh-huh. 70 points lower. Why do you think the batting averages have either gone down or have not gone up with, without the shift? Chris, you know what? I don't have the answer to that question. And you know who I tried to ask that to answer that question for me? Freddie Freeman, and he kind of blew right by me at the All-Star game. Oh, I, try, I know, I, I tried. I need that answer, Danielle. I want that answer. I know, I know. I, I tried. I, I asked it. I tried. Hey, do you have two minutes? And he was like, no, sorry. But because he, his averages, and he made a big deal about the shift and, you know, about it sucks. And all, he didn't say that, but I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Oh, the shift sucks, and I'll be so much better without it. But his his averages, they're pretty much a little bit better. They're not a, a ton, you know, better, like eye-opening better, like you said. And and I wanted to know why. And um, I I. He didn't answer. He didn't want to. He didn't want to talk with me. Uh, but I tried. I tried to get that answer. I did. Well, I appreciate you doing that. It's just interesting. If you just take the Mets alone, if you look at yeah. Lindor, Alonso, and McNeil and Marte, all of them considerably lower than last year. So here's the thing. So and I'm going to hang up so you can hear the answer here, there, Chris, because this year that the, the league, major league across the entire league, the batting average is, is 248 this year. Last year it was 243. So not great, right? Not 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 a great improvement without the shift. So 248 this year, all right? Compare to the Yankees this year. Yankees are, are hitting as a team collectively as a group uh, under the average. They're hitting 231. Mets as well, uh, but uh, Mets are hitting 238. Uh, both under average. I get it, um, and I don't know why. And uh, maybe the next time I go out to a ballpark, whether that be City Field or Yankee Stadium, start talking to some players, maybe um, – Maybe that's something I am going to ask. Because I, I tried. I did. I tried to Freddie Freeman. I wanted to tell him that he changed my entire mindset on the shift and uh, blew right by me. Whatever. It's all right. It's all right. That's all right. Let's go to Mark in Lindenhurst, New York. I wish I had an explanation. I just don't. Hey, what's up, Mark? Danielle, how you doing? Enjoy your show. Thank I went you. to sleep because I work nights with 3-1 lead and was disgusted before <laughs> I went to sleep because a guy who had an 18 ERA over his last four starts shut shut them out. Yep. They're a horrible hitting team. Yep. And then woke up to see the disaster that took place. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't think that they play and their manager plays with a sense of urgency. I yep. think there is a, a, a sense that we're, we're a top six team in the American league. And at the end of the run, we're going to be in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't like that approach. I I will forever. I like Garrett Cole, but if he's going to be considered the elite ace that he is these last 70-odd games, he has to pitch more than six innings. I mean, why yeah, can't this guy throw 112, 115, not, uh, 120 Mark, very simple. It, it's not up to understand. him. It's not up to him, Mark. It's up to the binders in the dugout, and that's it. That's it. They probably said, all right, we're going to max him out at 105 today. All right, he's at 102. We want to give Peralta a clean inning. And uh, and that's when they yanked him. That was it, 102. He was done. I agree with you. Uh, Garrett Cole's a workhorse. He is an absolute workhorse. Remember when he barked Boone off his mound that one time? And I think it was Houston. Get off my mound. I love that about him. But it's not him that wants to come out. I, I can assure you that it is not him that wants to come out. Let's go to Lou in Astoria. Hey, what's up there, Lou? Hey, Danielle. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Listen, uh, about the match, you know that uh, Diaz, uh, Edwin Diaz might be back in this year. You know that. I saw, and I, you know what? When it first Making happened, a lot I, was of kinda, progress. I was calculating the months, and I was like, wow, if the Mets make a run, he could be back. Yeah, he looked all right. I saw him throwing in the outfield. It looked all right. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he look, he's looking all right. Uh, this guy, Richard, I'm sick and tired of him. I, I hope he stays with his historic uh, moments when he tells you, oh, in 1955, this happened and that happened. When it comes to Gary Cole, 
Okay, I'm a Yankee fan. I don't know if you follow Yankees like I do. Boone one time said, whatever Cole tells me to do, that's my decision. I got nothing to do whether he's staying uh, pitching or he's coming out. Especially when you're over there in Colorado. I was stationed there in the Army, Daniela. Let me tell you something. You can almost grab the, the sun with your hand. That's how close it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Richard, stop already with your stuff, okay? I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. That's, so I know the boon is a puppet sometimes, but this time it's Gary called the season, okay? It's the analytic. If he wants to stay there, he's going to stay. Okay, no That's what, right. It, that's right. It, it cannot overrule that dude. Lou, I got I'm about I got about know. twenty seconds left on this. Go ahead. You, you take care, baby. That's what I wanted to oh, say. Oh, okay, okay. Have a good day. Thanks, Lou. I okay? appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, the analytics are killing this team. I mean, some analytics are good. I actually really like analytics, but I like the blend of both analytics and with your eyeballs. That's that's the blend that I like. Let's go to Sparky and Dobbs Ferry is going to be closing us out tonight. What's up, okay, Sparky? Okay, coach. Very quick. What's most disturbing about today's game? is Colorado did everything they could to hand him the game. And they didn't accept the gift. They start a pitch with an ERA over seven, yep. and their defense is worse than the Bad News Bears. Sparky, did you see when they threw the ball to, the, to first base and there was nobody covering first base? I was, no, I, was, I, was li- I was listening to John and Susan. Oh, my God. And, and John and Susan were, like, in shock. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing. They would have almost been shut out if it wasn't for that stuff. I know. I That's know. scary. He was like, that guy, that McMahon, the third baseman of the Rockies, he, he was he like the, worst, the Yankees team he, MVP. He was giving them all the runs. Is he the worst third baseman <laughs> you've ever seen? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. And, and, as, and as far as the starting pitching, nothing for nothing. You would think, like, Boone should take a page out of what Jim Cott used to say when he announced with a starting pitcher. He'd go, if you're getting people out, you're still in the game. If you're not getting people out, you're not in the game. I love that. That That's the way it should be. That's that's the way the starting pitching mentality should be. And from a manager's perspective, I'm totally with you, Sparky. Yes. All right. Thanks to all the callers. Could not have done this without you. I love coming here and talking with you every single week. Thanks for hanging with me over the past couple hours. Missing any portion of tonight's show that the Odyssey Rewind feature was around 7.40 after that wild Yankee game that I started. Uh, great job to Connor Green, as always, behind the glass to Peter Schwartz, sitting right to my left on the updates. And uh, I'll see you at the – I'm going to be at the Mets game July 20th as a fan. So if you're around, we're in, I think, 119. Be at the Mets game on July 20th. That's Thursday. If not, I'm back on your radio Sunday the 23rd after the Yankee game till 9 p.m., in the meantime, it's at Coach McCartan on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Lori Rubinson, the program, up next, right here on The Fan. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The Fan. W-A-N.